0: Our Old Testament lesson this morning comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verses one through five. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know and nations that you do not know that excuse me and nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God the holy one of Israel for he has glorified you the word of god for the people of god
1: thanks be to god now if you would stand as you are able for our gospel reading Matthew chapter 14 verses 13 through 21 Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the village and buy food for themselves. And Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. And they replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And Jesus said, Bring them here to me. And then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, and blessed and broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds, and all ate and were filled, and they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full, and those who ate were about five thousand men, besides the women and children. The word of the Lord for the people of God.
0: Thanks be to God.
1: You may be seated. I would encourage you, and some of you, through our own experiences, even through the sharing of our joys and concerns, um, to put yourselves into the sandals, the shoes of one of these people so long ago. I'm not talking about Jesus or the apostles or the disciples. I'm talking about one of these 5,000 people, actually probably closer to 10,000 when you consider the women and the children. They're hungry. They have been following Christ from here to there, from there to here, for who knows how long now. What we do know, though, is that Jesus needs a time to himself. And so he goes away to a deserted place. Now, this part is actually kind of important, even though it seems kind of like one of those throwaway things that we don't talk about. Because the Bible is making a clear distinction here. Or, not a clear distinction, but it's making a point. In Exodus, after the people of God leave Egypt and they make their way out into the wastes and make their way off to Mount Sinai they gathered as much as they could from Egypt before they could leave. And at one point in time, they start grumbling. We are hungry. We need food. We need water. We need something to sustain us. In Ezekiel, in the story of Elijah, there is this time where he is out in the wilderness as well, being chased And keep in mind, this is after he's called down—well, I shouldn't say he's called down—but he has beseeched God to come and defend his honor before the prophets of Baal. God comes in a mighty way, sending down a column of fire that not only takes up his sacrifice, but the stones themselves that the sacrifice is laid upon He kills all of these prophets of Baal along with some other honorable men of Israel. And what happens next is he goes out into the wilderness because he's still being chased by Jezebel and the priests of Baal. He is despairing. Why? After God has revealed himself, have the hearts of the people not changed? And he's hungry. And he's thirsty. Let's go back to the feeding of the 5,000 in this deserted place. The apostles recommend that, hey, these people need to go off to the village and to go get their own food and to go get and eat. And Jesus provides for them there in the midst of the wilderness. Provides for them Food provides for them bread and fish. In fact, while it's not in this particular iteration of the story, we know from another gospel account that the person who brings forward that food and that fish isn't one of the 5,000, but is rather one of the people that's not counted. A child bringing forward bread and fish that the Lord God himself blesses and distributes to his apostles to give to his people. And a miracle happens in the middle of this deserted place. God feeds and sustains a multitude. In the story of Exodus, the people are hungry, the people are thirsty, In the story right before God sends manna, he brings forth water from a rock. God provides for his people. In the story of Elijah, when he is hungry, when his spirit is broken, when he is ready to give up, God sends an angel with food and drink to sustain his prophet and to grant him a promise of another one who will take his place to continue his work. We worship a God who sustains. We worship a God though that we are in sin continues to bless us. Do we know the hearts of all the people that were there that day that came to worship God? Do we know the hearts of all of the Israelites who received manna and water and eventually quail from the Lord? We know that some of them grumbled We know that in the story of the apostles that their immediate reaction is for these people to go take care of themselves. What we know beyond a shadow of a doubt is this. That it is not through some action or something that these people did to earn this food, to earn this water, but it is because of God's providence and God's mercy and god's compassion upon his people that he will take care of them dare i say it wasn't even because of their faith but it was because of god's compassion because of who god is Because even in the middle of a deserted place, even in the middle of a desert wasteland, even in the middle of a spiritual crisis, even through the middle of a deep depression, even through the middle of the darkness that you may be currently sitting in, Even through the middle of hurricanes and COVID 19 and authoritarian regimes, God sees you. God cares for you. God, in His mercy and compassion, does everything He can to provide for His people, including and up to the spiritual requirements needed so that we might come before God again. So that whether it be the darkness of the soul or whether it be the depression or whether it be the brokenness that we are currently in, God works through it. even in the middle of people mocking him as he lays spread across the cross with blood coming down and and wounds that are hurting beyond recognition, beyond what we can even fathom. Even while Roman soldiers are gambling for his clothing, God provides for them. Brothers and sisters, know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Lord provides for you in the darkness. Whatever darkness that may be, there is no reality in which he is not present. As it says in Romans chapter 8, neither height nor depth Nor brokenness, nor darkness, nor sword will separate us from the love of our Creator. And that is true in every instance. Those people that we were praying for, that we are crying out to God for in our sharing of our blessings and concerns, God sees them. God sees Ed. God sees Carol. God sees Jim. God sees my family. God sees the 5,000. God sees the multitude of the world, not just the 5,000, but the entire world. There's no one that escapes his eye or his heart or his love or his sacrifice. Brothers and sisters, if I can say one thing to you this day, it is this. God is here. And that is true in this church. And that is true while you are in the car. And that is true when you are at home. And that is true wherever you find yourself to be. That is true in the darkness. That is true in the hurt. That is true in the pain. That is true in the depression. That is true when we are hungry and when we are thirsty. Matthew chapter 6. 5. My apologies. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Lord provides. The Lord is infinite in his compassion and his mercy. The Lord is here. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you and we thank you. We thank you for your provision, we thank you for feeding us in the midst of the wilderness. Be with us, Father God. In the middle of our own darknesses and in the middle of our own shadows, in the middle of our own depression, our own hurt, remind us, God, that you are here. That you provide. Let us rest in you. Send us your Holy Spirit, O Father God, And give us peace in the midst of the trial. And let us show the world. Let us show the world what we are so certain about. So that they too can know that there is hope in the darkness. To know that there is food when they are hungry. And to know that there is drink when there is thirst.